Hi everybody and welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. I'm talking very low because the intro and outro to the last podcast we accidentally made really low sound wise. So if you're listening to them back to back this would probably be way louder than the last thing you heard. So we're just going to gradually raise our voices and this is how we'll be talking. Whoa. Welcome. Right into the intro music there. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Yes. So I met we used to have an intro. We used to have it all. We had a thing that we used to like a motto. Now we had to go ch-ch-change in. And now we uh I effed it up. I didn't have anything. I effed it up. Yeah, you did. I'm taking responsibilities for this right, All right now. Alright, you speak responsibilities for yeah. this. Our podcast. podcast. Yeah. Alright. How is everybody? I'll wait for your Good. answers. Great. Wait for their answers. No. They can't answer. Steve. Steve! How about that? I'm getting well, very excited to go home. Yeah? We're going home for a little while there. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks, something I'm, like that. Yeah, I might have to extend my stay, though. All right. Yeah. Why? Are you leaving me again? Yes. All right. Well, this, you know, I think everyone saw it coming, right. and I can't say that I don't respect your decision. Thank you. Uh, you're an independent woman. Thank of you. Of the whatever century this happens to be, and Thank who you. am I to stand in my in way? Your way. Right. Yeah. Thank All you. the single ladies. Put your hands up. There. Yes. There they are. Yeah. Up in the air like that. Yep. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm going to say a bunch of stuff before we start because I always forget to say a bunch of stuff. Okay. I'd like to first off start by saying that this show is brought to you by people just like yourself. Literally. They look just like you. Some of them are you. you, And you belong to patreon.com backslash Mike Falzone. What it is, it's like a big virtual tip jar that some people go ahead and they toss some money in, and then we try to toss some extra things their <coughs> way. For example, coughs Excuse right in me. your ear and face. Um, no, some of the things that we toss back to your own self are uh, some Skype sessions. There is a group called Welcome to Your Mailbox, your and mailbox. as you could probably uh, take away from the title, we send you things. Right. We go ahead and send you things, and that's been really fun for the the past month or so. And there's also a Patreon sponsor spot where you can uh, you could advertise on mm-hmm. the show, mm-hmm. on the low down, on the down low, on the DL. But it's really not in the DL because we'd say it out it's loud on the, on the OL. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's all real, and uh, you could do that. Also, dftba.com and mikefalzone.com have my music and t-shirts and like signed posters and stuff like that. And I wrote a book and that's on there too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's it. I I always forget to say one of, if not all of those things. Right. So I wanted to make sure I knocked it out the box. There you go. First and foremost. I, um, do you guys like the sigh that I I do? No. You don't like it? I do not have anything on those sites. You should, man. You should have some. We got to get you some shit. What would you like to have? 
I have several people that have told me throughout my social mediums that there should be a Coffee Girl t-shirt. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Like what? Kind maybe of a doily? Yep, maybe. Dope ass doily? Yeah. Or like... A bandana? No. Bandana Star Wars. Huh. Bandana Star Wars? So I have a few things that like... That like... That every I would time like you, Every time you say about. like this podcast, I'm going to do 50 like, sit-ups. Like, 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 <laughs> like... How many... I'm going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but at the end of this particular juncture. Welcome to our podcast. (laughs) I would like to talk about people that sit on the same side of the booth while they're dining. Can I ask a question about the future of the episode? Just one quick one. Sorry. I cut you off. You were on a roll. Go ahead. I just want to say that. Am I going to get to talk about my trip? At all this episode? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. I was just making sure because you told me bit. coming in that you had a full schedule of things to talk about. I have a pretty full schedule. Pretty full we schedule. did not tweet out um, for questions this week. No, not this week. I do have extra ones if we have extra time at the end. Sure. Okay. Let's not those. waste any more. Okay. Go with your thing there. So, same siders. If you are this <laughs> offender, stop immediately. Yeah. Okay, so there are these groups of people. That they are couples that sit on the same side of the table or the booth or whatever. Yeah. So what makes you so uncomfortable about this? How do you have a decent conversation with someone that it, it's only one other person? You Like, even yeah. us doing this, we sit across from each other. Yeah, but also, to be fair, we don't like each other that much. We love each other. <laughs> Let's be serious. All right. Okay. So you're saying that you can't so much have a decent conversation with somebody if you're hip to hip with them. No. I mean, and then how do you get your food... When you're sitting on the same side, you well, same way elbow. you get your food if you're if you're not opposite what I'm sides. talking about. The That's, waiter comes, okay. waiter or waitress, and Why goes ahead. Why are you trying to be an advocate for same siders? I'm not. I'm saying <clears throat> here's what happens: if we have a conversation or an argument, if one of us doesn't present the other side of the argument, that it's just like that is just two people telling you shit. Okay. And no one wants to hear two people just tell them shit. Okay. So when you get your food and you're trying to eat it, yeah. and the person's sitting directly next Elbows. to you. You yeah. have a pulling your wings type situation. Yeah, because I'm not same saying- siders normally like crowd each other's space. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, they're usually feeding each other when the food comes. <laughs> so there's, there's I wish that. you could hear my blinking right now. Yeah. Well, I kind of, you have very heavy eyelashes. I'm not saying that I disagree with you right. at all. Right. I'm saying that I agree with you. But right. for the sake of conversation, right. there are going to be people out there to be like, listen, if I'm not shoulder to shoulder with my bae, then uh, by the time the appetizers come, then there's a problem in our relationship. Right. And I'm going to say, yeah, there is a problem in your relationship. You don't know what each other look like. Because right. you're on the same side. Right. Like yeah. you sit next to each other in the car. Right. Why not build, if you need to touch each other that tough, why not build the anticipation by by interjecting some separation? Seriously. <laughs> Longest bumper sticker ever. Yeah. And 
No, that's what you do. If you're in a, <laughs> that type of relationship where you need to touch each other on the constant, fucking separate a little bit, and the touching will become that much greater. Seriously. In the near future. Seriously. So tell us, I just, I, I had to touch on that because it's been, I swear to God, every single time we've been out this week, I feel like I've seen that. There's probably a fairly decent joke between you saying I had to touch on that mm-hmm. and what we were just talking about. We'll think of it. It's too early, though. Yeah, it is. I like that we have our candle back. Yeah. A lot of people who listen to the show are like, I like listening to you guys because it seems like you're just in your living room talking. And that's exactly what it, that's why it sounds like that, because that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And we reverted to the old days of... Welcome to the podcast where there would just be two microphones and a candle yeah. in the middle of the thing. Micring. And just me and you sitting on the same side of the table, shoulder no, to shoulder, podcasting. never sat on the same side of the table. <laughs> Not once. Not once. I, I think that if we were to go out tonight and be same-siders, the, the dinner would end in a fight. It would. Without question. It absolutely would. And it would most likely be because you I wouldn't can't pull put in my your wings. I would. Well, I'm sorry. Say that again. You have very strong upper arms and elbows. And I feel like. It's all the blow drying I do. Yeah. I get it. So I don't know, man. I feel like you. there would be spaching, speech encroachment. Uh-oh. I don't know how many H's are usually in space, but here's a couple more for you. Right. Um, I feel like even when we eat dinner on the couch facing the television like a family. Um, <laughs> like real family. There is, right, real families who hate each other. Um, there's space encroachment right. <laughs> without question. I there's, try to normally You move. sit in the middle. Here's what I'm saying. You sit in the middle of the couch. No, I don't. For the don't. most part. You do. I if sit you on were the to be Johnny Plopdown, you go right in the middle of the couch. False. Uh-uh. False, false, false. Um, Coming from the girl, okay. We need to reset right now. Why? Because you need to start being truthful or else we'll never be able to push this show forward. This, that, what you just said... False that you don't do that is coming from the same girl who an hour and a half ago said that she did not pinch my nipple, but you did seconds before denying it. I don't remember doing it. I exactly. So we either need to take you to the neurologist. It's been, uh, it was an early, early morning Yeah, and I can't be held accountable for anything that happens within the first 45 minutes of me being awake. That's so weird that your eyes and soul wake up <laughs> so far before your conscious or your, your short-term memory wakes up. Right. So there you are just operating without a conscious or a shirt, shirt term. Shirt, shirt term. term memory is when you can't remember what you have on, even though you right. just put it on. <laughs> I was... Dude, between your lack of memory and my complete inability to speak like a human being, can you this tell... is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about your trip? I can. I can. Okay, awkward silence. <laughs> Do you want me to do that now? Mm, yeah. Okay, I really want to take a sip of coffee. Okay. Great. Uh, 
I'm sorry to do this again, okay. but before we even start this, the coffee wasn't that good when I made it, mm-hmm. and then you just poured a cup from the same pot that I made, and it tastes better. What happened? Um, I have the magic touch. Okay. Is that the one that pinched my nipple before? Or yes. Or was that a different... Yes. Well, actually, I bit your nipple, so... You did both. Okay. Both of the things happened. Okay. To my chest. Keep going, because this is going to kind of coast into my next segment. That brings us gently to England, where I was. And I'll say this, full disclosure, me and my friend Rob Michael Hugel and my lady friend Zagothaki were talking about this yesterday. Zagothaki. Yeah. That's your name. So we were out to Dranks, and we were out for for crepes. We were all, um, we were covered in crepe. And we were talking, and we were talking about me going to England. And I'm going to say that there, because of us moving last year and going to a completely new side of the country, and a side of the country where, you know, essentially we got a lot of work to do, but everything is new and, you know, you leave all your friends and family. There have been a lot of times over the past year that I've, like, for whatever reason, talked myself out of doing whatever. And uh, whether that be because of money things or just kind of not knowing where you're going and being sick of getting lost all the time or just, like, the comfort of, like, all right, we're here for a couple months. We set up a home. Let's, like, make it feel like a home and let's, like – be homebodies and chill out. I've mm-hmm. talked, I, I'm just going to speak for me because I can't, you know, I don't want to speak for both of us, but I've uh-huh. talked myself out of a lot of shit for a year. And that yeah. led up to a lot of like uh, apprehensiveness when this trip came about. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not proud of any of this, but the reason I'm saying it is because like, if somebody else identifies with it and sees, oh, I'm doing that. Well, right. you definitely shouldn't. So right. I was nervous to go to England. Mm-hmm. And then I went to England. <laughs> and it was like, it sounds stupid to say because I was only there for three days. But it really felt like kind of like a, a little bit of a life-changing thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I uprooted my whole life and lived in England for a little while. But just the fact that like going on this trip and stepping so far out of your comfort zone and like I miss traveling so much because it's been a year since the last two tours that I was on and you know I haven't been doing that and you know just been trying to like get our life kick-started in this whole other part of the country this travel thing that's been a part of my whole life forever kind of went to sleep for a year and then kind of was reawoken when I went to that um, that man's motorcycle. Sounds like farts <laughs> a little bit. Um, so anyway, I stepped way out of my comfort zone. Even when I was there, like, I've never been to England before. And I know we have a bunch of people who listen and watch uh, me on YouTube from England. And I just want to say that uh, my bad for not, you know, making more of an effort to go there for the past six years because it's fucking amazing and your mix of old and new stuff. Everything is dope. Everything is great. And I was yeah. treated great by everyone who I'm, I who I saw. Which I'm surprised about because I feel like England hates Americans. 
Well, a lot of people hate Americans. Yeah. But that's another thing that I was talking about. Oh, man. It's, it's, I don't want to bog down this whole podcast yeah, with yeah. England stuff. But I had the most amazing conversation for about an hour with an Uber driver yeah. after on my way to the airport to leave. Uh-huh. And it was all about like people's perceptions of like Americans and why that's the reason why it's so important that people travel, especially abroad, mm-hmm. to show the rest of the world that we're not necessarily represented by the people who represent us. Right. And to show the rest of the world that like we're a country of individuals who mm-hmm. care a lot more about people in general right. than the news would let on and right. that like a lot of our foreign policy stuff led and I don't want to talk about politics because I don't know that's, that much about yeah. politics so that's not where I'm at I'm just saying like the way people treat people it's so important to like go out and experience things that you have no prior experience in yeah. and all this stuff yeah because it, it just like so the most important thing to do and the easiest thing to say and the hardest thing to grasp is that not everyone thinks like you. Right. Like, it's common sense. Like, not everybody's going to think like you. But if you get out and you see that in practice, like, it makes it so much easier to understand things from other people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. And then you just get along with people better. Sorry yeah. if that was long-winded. No, that's Back nice. to the yucks. Um, hey, shitty forensics. No. Um... <laughs> Speaking of shitty forensics, I did take a picture of something yesterday. Yeah. Um, but, like, I want to... How was, like, people watching? Because I know that you had spent a, yeah. a, a lot of time on your own while you were there. I spent 99% and, of my three-day trip in England by myself. Right. But there was a time that you were going to go to Westminster, and, like, that didn't happen because the train p- broke down. Yeah. And, and that like, was another thing. That was, like, <clears throat> um, I met up with some, some family there. And, like, I kind of hate being lost, but I realize when you're traveling, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't matter. As long as you're comfortable, being lost is all right. Mm -hmm. Um, You just got to get yourself to that comfortable spot. So he was like, you got to go down. You got to see, like, London Bridge and Uh the Eye of London and all that stuff at night. So I went back and forth with it in my own head for a little while. And it was, I guess, the underground train, the T, stops running there around midnight. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I got to go. So I get on there at like 10.30, and then it's taken a little longer to get out of the station than the train actually ended up breaking down. Right. I was going to meet up with Hannah Witten, and that didn't happen either. So I just walked around by myself and mm-hmm. drank at a bunch of pubs within walking distance of my hotel and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, everything happens, and yeah. you'd, you're going to be faced with, like, you know, little obstacles like that. And right. it's either, like, go back to your hotel and on this once-in-a-lifetime yeah. trip and not necessarily sulk, but just, like, go to bed yeah, or, like, wander around by yourself and, like, get into some shit. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is, you know, leading up to it, Mike was, like, he was nervous and he was, like, you know... Yo, don't tell them that. No, you said <laughs> I'm just it yourself. Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, he's nervous and I'm, like, oh, my God, this is going to be so much fun for you. You know, you get to go to a place that someone else is flying you out to like go to and it's going to be so awesome whether you have whether you're there for a week or whether you're there for four days it's going to be so so much fun like don't be so nervous and i understand you know the nervousness i'm a terrible flyer 
So I get that. And I think I get that would be like the part of it for me just because it's such a long yeah. flight. You know what it and, is for me? It's like <clears throat> it's the apprehension of everything um, before that. It's mm-hmm. like while I'm there mm-hmm. and in it, mm-hmm. like totally – I'll stay out forever. You mm-hmm. get mad at me on tour because sometimes, <laughs> you know, there's just time slips away and I'm just like out there and in it and going to walk around by myself and trying to find places to eat breakfast and shit right. like that. Right. So once I'm there, it's fine. It's just like for the weeks leading up to like, I'm going to be away from home for this long. Right. And like, you know, the actual traveling is going to take this long. And like, mm-hmm. you look at it all on paper and, in numbers, and mm-hmm. it's then it's a totally different experience when right. you're uh, in the middle of it. Right. Don't talk yourself out of shit. I I I tweeted something that was quite successful <laughs> this I, week. Um, what? Keep going. Oh, I was just gonna say I tweeted something like the world is always your oyster. Nope. That's not, I don't like oysters, so I wouldn't have used that particular verbiage. But I was like, the world has always been a scary place and will always be a scary place. But don't let that talk you out of doing amazing things and into doing dumb shit. Right. And that's, like, there's a million reasons, uh, you know, you've heard it a billion times before, but there's a million reasons not to do something. And you should always do it because there's no stories from not doing something. Right. Dog. Right. All right, then. I, um, so I have a, a few funny stories about people watching. Oh, so, um, did I answer that? People watching was awesome in England. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so as you all know, I work in a hair salon, and I work on a really busy street. Yeah. Um, and I was graced... <laughs> By the presence of this couple that proceeded to argue right in front of the salon. That's pretty good. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. So <clears throat> let me just read my note real quick. Um, was this like a serious, like, were you nervous fight? Or was this like a classic couple, they just don't know they're not in their own apartment? Oh, no, they just don't know that they're not in their own apartment. And yeah. that it was like she was grabbing at him, and he was, like, pulling his arm away. <laughs> so I'm going to call this segment hysterical, okay. okay? Sure. So this girl is hysterical, mm-hmm. and I'm laughing hysterically. And uh, my coworker. Wait, so the girl is hysterical, like crying? Oh no, she's like, I told you about this guy, and he's my coworker, and now I've got to go back to my shit job because <laughs> of this, and la la la. Yeah. Like, so she's going on and on and on and on, and he's like, not. Nah. He does not want to entertain her at all. Yeah. At all, and you could tell she's like one of those like crazy chicks that's like wanting to pick a fight and like she just won't stop but she keeps going you <laughs> okay. know like needs to needs She's, to fight she, ha- she absolutely has like, to like you're not gonna end this fight right and this is gonna be on my terms <laughs> right. it's me yeah. on my terms sure. me and this is my fight yeah so um so the guy ends up storming away now at this point i see what's happening and i can see because i i can see them coming like kind of down the street <laughs> and she keeps like pulling his arm and he keeps like pulling it away yeah so finally he turns around which i think in that one moment 
that he's going to like knock her on her ass, but oh, he no. doesn't. Yeah, it was. It was I wouldn't the, have blamed the him. The wits end. Yeah, I wouldn't have blamed him um, well, because yes. she kept pawing at him. Like she kept like she was pretty aggressive with him. Yeah. So. <laughs> like a little nudge would have been fine, you know? Sure, like a woman's poke, but not <laughs> right. like a, right. a not a full-blown, yeah. Sure. <clears throat> so he walks away from her. She immediately gets on the phone. Now my coworker <laughs> and I are standing outside. Right. We're just kind of like casually like talking Your coworker's to each phone other. rings. Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of talking to each other and we're watching and she was like, why did you walk away from me? So now she keeps <laughs> calling him and calling him. How and far calling is he away? Him. He's away. Um, so she's pacing up and down. Is he still like within eyesight? No. He's okay. gone. He rounded the corner. He's gone. Oh, he's around so, the block by this point. Definitely oh, yeah. call him. Yeah. Call him up. So she's screaming, stomping her feet mad. Like a uh, Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, like don't, this is not public behavior. No. If you're going to be throwing a bitch fit and like stomping your feet and being a brat, do that shit in your own house. Here's what you got to realize when you're fighting with people that you care about in public. The fact of the matter is the more calm you are, the better you can, even if you're wrong. Yeah. You come off like you win to right. everyone else. Right. Who, like, their opinions obviously don't matter. So right. it's all, like, where your head is right. in the fight. Do you right. want to, you know, impress the, the people around you yeah. or cause a scene so your boyfriend or girlfriend definitely break up with you pretty soon? Oh, yeah. And then I see her the next day having lunch with a friend right outside <laughs> of Whole Foods as I'm, like, going to get lunch. And it was just hysterical because I stopped and I looked at her and she knew that I was totally listening <laughs> to what was going on. Because at this point, now I can't even help myself because I'm watching her stomp around. Yeah. And I can't even help myself and like open mouth just staring right. at this point. And I know you know how I do that. You, you do it when a I lot. do that. I always um, feel like <clears throat> I'm, I get nervous for you because I feel like you're going to get knocked out by somebody. Not going to happen. I'm just saying, you got to be careful. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I can't help it. Sometimes when I'm staring at somebody, I, I can't, I literally cannot help it. Yeah. I cannot help it because whatever is happening in that moment is so mind-boggling to mm-hmm. me that I can't believe that you're actually doing it. Right. But so those that's why I'm going to stare. Fair. Another thing that I find absolutely hysterical. 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 Right. Is when I, while I'm people watching and I'm watching people walk up the street mm-hmm. and they're texting <laughs> and them thinking that there's a step in front of them, and they, they, they and they do the high knee step, you know, and then they come down like a ton of bricks and like stumble upon right. their step. It is hysterical, and I see people do that all the time Imagine, in front of the salon. That's so good. Imagine people doing that without the phone. It's no, like, what yeah. could your mind possibly be? Think- like, you forgot to walk for, forgot how to walk for like one second. Yeah, and then you see like. People on their phones, like in front of the salon, and there's like a little like uh, an uneven part of the the concrete. Yeah. And they trip over this one spot, and it's people almost eat shit in front of me yeah. all the time, and I crack up, and I can't even help it. And thank God I'm behind the like I'm in the salon, you know. Well, this is I like- sit in front of because the whole salon, the front of the salon is 
all windows. Yeah. You can't help but see everything. No. If I were you, I'd be more worried about like you cracking up and you jab your scissors through someone's neck or something like that. No. And normally if I'm in the front of the salon, I'm not with the, with the client. <laughs> well, you know how I cackle with my arms. Yeah, I know. Uh you know what's funny about the step is like when you think there's there's one more step going up and there's not. But I I wanted to ask you like what is if you're texting on the street and you're walking somewhere, I've kind of begun to I'll go like the side of the stores yeah. and I'll just stop for a second. Is that what you're supposed to do? Yeah. Because like the walking and texting seems like when you're doing it, you're not breaking any laws or anything, no. but it seems like a like a horrible decision. Right. Seems like a negligent decision. Well, I have to say how many times where I'm driving (laughs) to work and, you know, pedestrians have the right of way. Especially around where you are. Yes. In Santa Monica. There's been times where people just dart right out in front of a car and thank God I'm paying attention. Text running. Texting (laughs) while they're walking in front of, in front of a, a car. Right. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, especially in, well, Los Angeles with the crazy drivers, that's, I couldn't even imagine. You know? But, like, with the crazy sidewalks, because the earth is always moving. Right. So the sidewalks always look like games of Jenga that no one yeah. cleaned up. And you can't, you got to look. You have to. You have to. It's I've walked crazy. into several, um, just by work, where there's not really much traffic. It's kind of mm-hmm. off the main roads. When I write for YouTube Nation, I've walked into a couple signs and uh, walked into a car recently. And that's just with no other moving objects. That's like playing the game Paperboy on original Nintendo and none of the moving stuff happened. Right. You just ran into like mailboxes and stuff like that. It's like so crazy. It's so crazy. One of my coworkers... um and this goes for people that are driving too and texting, like stop. Just oh, yeah. LA stop. Stop doing everything. Yeah. One of my coworkers got hit by a car hmm. um because a guy was texting while she was crossing the street and no. wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Dude. So she's she's okay. She's a little fucked up, but she's okay. Horrible. And then I was <laughs> I was standing outside. I had just gotten off the phone with my mom. This was just a couple days ago. And there were like these two uh, Mexican kids and one white kid. <laughs> so the Mexican kids were, and I only caught like the tail end of the story. Yeah, the good like, part. Like what they were talking, like whatever. So, so they were walking home from school, so you were saying? Yeah, so they all have their book bags on and like they're, there's two of the kids are on a skateboard, the white kid's walking. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I hear the white kid go, and this is totally what caught my attention. (laughs) Oh, wait, so you guys are Mexican? And one of the kids was like, yeah, man, what are you, racist? (laughs) And I lost my shit. I couldn't even help it. I just laughed. And like the Mexican kid like looks back at me and I'm just laughing. Yeah. Like on my phone, you know. Right. Did you see the resolution? Did no. The little white kid well, the white kid, the white kid was like, "No, no, 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 no." no. And you, right. and then something about his mom, and I was just like laughing. <laughs> you mom, know, my mom has a Mexican friend. Yeah, like, oh, it was, it was really good. That's so funny because realistically, that was probably one of the first days of school. So, uh-huh. say these kids just met each other and they're just feeling each other out like right. kids. Like, so what are you? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard of Mexicans. Yeah, that's not too far from here. Right? <laughs> yeah. And you can never tell it's... whether it's innocent or whether they're little tiny pieces of shit. <laughs> no, most of the time it's innocent. But I don't know, man. LA is a different kind of beast. They they raise different kind of kids here. Like racist kids? No, nah, well, maybe. I don't know about racist kids, but... Yeah, I don't want to raise racist kids. Because they're just like, going to play fucking Xbox all the time. Yeah, be shitty. I feel like five-year-olds in LA are like... Did you hear... I don't know if this is true or not, and I don't have enough uh, detail on it, but video game-wise, I heard that they're doing a thing with the Xbox One where, like, if you're racist... You know how I used to make those videos calling out racist uh-huh. people? If you're racist, I guess you... Like, people vote on you, like, vote on your reputation. Uh-huh. And if you have this reputation for being horrible, uh-huh. th- I don't think you're allowed to play with everybody I after think a that's certain fair. point. And I think <laughs> they, I really hope this is true, because I heard it a while ago, and I haven't really heard about anything since. But they put you into, like, this group with the other shitty people, and then you just, like, play other shitty people. That's cool. And that's good, because it protects the, all the people who, like are good enough to say, you know, good enough people to say like, oh, I know that no one can figure out who I am, but I'm still not going to be a racist. Right. Like, good on you, those kids. But then like all the shitty people just like, I guess become shittier because they're always, there's just nothing but negativity going into their shitty heads. (laughs) I don't don't do that very well. There should be aggressively good people. Mm-hmm. And then they should be the uh, enforcers for the shitty online world. Yeah. A lot of stuff to work out. Seriously. There's no way you can make somebody be a better person. They no. have to make that decision. They Every piece of shit has to somehow, at, at some point in their life, come to terms with the fact that they are a piece of shit and then actively not want to be that. Right. Because that's... We can only hope. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. If you're listening right now and you happen you, to be a piece of shit, <laughs> I'm just saying, shit. that's not really our demographic. Right. But uh, don't be that. Don't be that. Yeah. And if you had been up to this point, hey, go ahead and apologize. Sh- hey, sh- don't. don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just apologize for just, everything yeah. that you've done and move just, forward from here. I mean, we, we all do shitty things sometimes. Yeah. But it's a it's a matter of... How we handle it after the shitty thing goes down. Yeah. I remember one time I was so drunk, for example, that I got up in the middle of the night and I peed on my bedpost like it was a urinal. <laughs> and then, excuse me. And then when my roommate went ahead and said, uh, hey, what are you doing? Instead <laughs> of turning around or waking up or responding, uh-huh. I just kind of waved my arm. Uh, like the go away, like the yeah. aggressive go away wave behind yeah. my back. I like that. And that was a shitty thing to do. Yeah. That and is I a- go ahead and I apologize for that. Right. See that? That's, That's just taking ownership. That's good on you. Ownership. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike, Mike, um, I think Mike has to apologize to me. For Mike what? never wants to hold my hand. Listen, first of all, I don't never want to hold your hand. He never wants that to hold That was also my hand. the worst sentence I've ever... I don't never want to hold d- your hand. He doesn't ever want to hold my hand. I do want to hold your hand sometimes. You have to understand. <laughs> I, I love you. I, I think love that you. you're really great. Uh-huh. 
Um, it's been so hot out. <laughs> and it just feels like you're wearing something old and wet as soon as you go outside. Mm-hmm. And it's the worst. Mm-hmm. And you do a thing where you heat up so much at night mm-hmm. that you're like a tiny little snoring but furnace. I don't, don't want to hold your I'm hand not while I'm a tiny even snoring close okay. to be done talking right now. Okay. So you you do a thing where you go ahead and you drape yourself over my particular self okay. at night. <laughs> and that becomes the worst thing because then I am in danger of not only dehydration while I <laughs> sleep, but also suffocation, other Asians that I don't even want to think of right now. <laughs> and then when we go outside and the the heat happens, you want to be on me more. And I love you for that because I there's nothing more I want than for you to be on me. I'll say that in the most respectful <laughs> way possible. But also, sometimes it's just... Too hard to handle now. Okay. The crows. Okay. Black crows. Awesome. I'm sorry that it's too hot to handle. That's all right. Too cold. Be to less hold. hot. Call the Ghostbusters. Weather and control. girlfriend. Okay. It's not that I, I'm, you know, not proud to be with you. Parade right. you around. Right. Do one of those things where I hold your hand above your head and you do a little twirl. I like, I like those. All day, every day yeah. in the fall and winter months. Don't try to touch me in the summer. <laughs> Step away from me yeah. in the summer months. I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna, like you're training a little, a little puppy. Yeah. I'm gonna bring in, in one of your spray bottles with ice water in it. And every time you try to touch my hand, I'm gonna spray <laughs> your hand. You cool it down a little bit. Yeah. And then we could, we'll do it. You know how they they have like those uh, hot hands? We should make cold hands. What like the you know, things like that, in the, the hand warmers? Yeah, like, that's summer. just carrying around ice packs. We just carry around little ice packs, right? Which okay. okay, I'm not saying that it was a bad idea. I was hoping. Carry <laughs> You're so distraught packs. that Sometimes I won't touch you in the hot get months. Like weird, so it's got to be like the hot hands are like you know, like you crack them and then they just like warm up. Yeah. So it's got to be like those rocks or whatever that's in there. That, that they get cold and not like, you know, wet, cold, like, like, uh, well, what ha- happens when cold meets hot? It's conden- condensation. I'm so they're gonna be fully aware <laughs> of that. Okay, well, I'm letting you know, okay, so you don't get so let down when our coldness do, becomes do, do, wetness do. eventually. You can't stop, <laughs> <laughs> you can't just will the music to come uh, on. Yeah. Do you want to try to get to a question real quick? We have like five minutes left. I mean, yeah, we could totally do that. I think this was a great catch-up episode. I think so, too. Did you guys like um, Travis and Kirk last week? I I did. I enjoyed that very much, but I don't know if it's just because I love them very much and it's not funny to anybody else. Regardless, I had a great time listening to our own show. On the on the plane to England, there. Do we have a question? Yes. Uh, forehead vein buster asks. For, hold on. Forehead vein buster. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. What is the worst way you woke up that you ever had? Hmm. I'm reading this verbatim. Sure. I'm not fucking this. This Whoa, one up. Whoa, forehead. Uh, 
Mr. Mr. Brain Buster. I've fallen off of things. Uh, the worst is recently when I'm on a plane and mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm sleeping and then I wake up and mm-hmm. I'm definitely drooling, but I'm like sat straight up. Mm-hmm. So I just look like a, I don't know, someone who forgot to swallow, I suppose. Uh-huh. How about um, you? Worst way recently to wake up was I was sick and I had the fan on. Fan on. On uh, sitting on my my chest at the end of my bed. You had a fan just propped up under your neck on your chest. Yes. No. <laughs> chest at the end of my bed, my chest. Oh but, right, right, right. You know, your pirate's chest. Yes. Where you keep your booty. Right. And uh, Mike was trying to be nice and turn the AC off so I didn't wake up any crazier than I yeah. already was. Our podcast. Podcast. Yes. Um. And he kicked it. He hit the the wire. I tripped over the wire. And the fan came crashing down, and I woke up so abruptly. Yeah. And it was really scary. My bad. But yeah, that was <laughs> that was very uh, scary. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this show. There's a, so many good things coming up soon. Yeah. And. Uh, I think the happier we are and the more productive we are and our schedules are primed for all that to be happening a lot, uh, the better the show's going to be. And I think everything benefits from everything else. That was very vague. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And uh, thank you so, so, so much to the support that all the people on our Patreon page give to us because that really really helps so much and we love meeting you guys and talking to you and seeing you out when we do stuff and writing you later writing you later of course has been a great part and uh yeah probably today i'm gonna go find stuff to to send to our uh welcome to your mailbox people and i want to play around with the size of the things that we yep the size of the things that (laughs) we sent you and as long as it's not like crazy expensive to to ship stuff i want to start sending you different types of things so if you're interested in that go check out welcome to your mailbox uh coming to it right out of your house near you right because that's where your mailbox is right so um that's the thing uh, check out all the Patreon stuff at patreon.com backslash Mike Falzone. Check out dftba.com for my book and music, of which I'm writing more right now. Mm-hmm. And I think eventually there's going to be a new record coming out. And I'm very happy about that. But as part of the Patreon uh, $10 package, you get a shout out on our show and a Skype session if you choose. Uh, with us. So uh, $10 group, go ahead and check your Patreon for a message from us uh, regarding the details of that particular situation. Kodahi. Yay. Thank you so much for your support. Brad Cover, your ears, because we're podcasting. Joseph Palka, I hope you are well. I checked out your brother Matthew Palka's uh, Squarespace website the other day. I um, got a couple video sponsorships with Squarespace recently and people have been taking advantage of that and uh, sending me their websites so that's cool to see that whole process go from like the brand saying 
hey, will you talk about our stuff? To me saying, yeah, I use your stuff. I'll talk about your stuff. And then to people who watch right. using their things. I suppose that's the way it's supposed to work out. I guess so. Matthew Godman, Mr. Matt God, thank you so much. Stephen Kelly, thank you so much. Ebony Tweedley, thank you so much, immediately. Right? You see how I made right. that rhyme and yeah. make sense? Stephen G., Thank you so much. Stephen Hanning, thank you for your support. Excuse me. And Adrian Crovetto, I did say that right because I'm awesome. Thank you so much for your support. Welcome to your mailbox, people. We'll be assembling your shies and sending it to you with the quickness. And uh, Zajothaki, do you want to end this one with a thing? You guys, thanks so much for fucking listening. Whoa. Super duper aggressive. Let's back it off. off. Just turn the shit off. No, because turn the fucking thing off. You get How angry, and then I have to deal with it Just afterwards. Turn it off. I'm done. I need I'm you done. to promise me that you're gonna cool out. Fine. Cool out. Stick your head in the freezer. Cool out. Cool out. Cool out. I think that was a ludicrous That's, song. No, it's not. Cool. Out. No, turn it off. You got the. It's done. Then podcast. <clears throat> firm, firm. Something to go in your podcast. Nope. Firm, firm. Just turn it off, dude.